Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 317. Hopefully you guys had an amazing Saturday. I've got a great returning guest tonight to tell us about his project and what he's got going on currently. We have Best Grow, or this guy, 7979 on Instagram. Cass, how you doing today? Tell us how we can find you, and how you doing today, brother? How's everybody doing? How you doing, brother? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at this guy seven nine seven nine, or our new Instagram Vets Pro uh, Cup, and we're also on. Let's see, Cannabuzz. We're also we have our website. You can go to VetsPro.com, um, and. Yeah, you can follow us just about on every every platform that there is right now. You guys been busy since the last time I seen you, man. How's yeah. how's how's things been, man? Well, it's been things have been progressing uh, pretty quickly over the last six months or so. Um, we've been to a few of the couple events out here and. Um, Oh, I've been working on trying to put together a cup event for about a year and a half now. And now that I've been to a few of these events and met some people, um, I think we've got a real good event planned for August and we're going to have a lot of great people out. Um, we do have Mendo Dope coming out. I believe that you and possibly Smiley will be coming out as well. Can't wait to talk more about that. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of things going on here lately. I've been doing classes started working at a, a hydro store place where we're actually going to be holding the cup event that voodoo hydro in lot oklahoma um yeah i'm meeting all kinds of growers and and processors and all kinds of stuff working at the hydro store so this is going to be a real good event we're going to have plenty of good entries i believe nice nice yeah i believe that we will be making it out there for sure uh so it's sounding more like a caravan more than anything. <laughs> Just picking up people all the way. Yeah, it may be a whole bunch of us from Michigan and whoever wants to be picked up along the way. So yeah. It might be yeah, just the more a, the a fun trip. More the merrier. We'll have to uh we'll have to uh, arrange a uh, well I kinda already had it planned out but there's going to be some um on-site uh, uh quarters for for some guests so that'd be really really cool to have a, the whole michigan a, a big michigan influence there there we go well i've never been out of state to another weed event to be honest with you so this would be fun a little uh you know, see something new, be a part of something new, then it's something that's actually new, new. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. It's that'd be a totally fun, yeah. And an atmosphere too, where it's wild west again. You know, we had that feeling a few years back. Things have calmed a little bit that you know we can do this kind of feeling, but it'd be nice to be a part of that again. You know, because it is. It is fun to see people like freshly discover cannabis for the first time, to be a part of them big events. It's fun to watch the people walk around and go, oh, 
I didn't know it could be like this. <laughs> like, this is for real? You can really do this? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to see, watch other people smoke in public for the first time. That's one of the funniest feelings. Is, uh, yeah. It's always good times. Always good times. Yeah. It's, uh, the last one that we went to was the uh, Cowboy Cup. And that was in December. And it was a pretty good gathering. I mean, we had a lot of uh, uh, the warnings with COVID and all that. And it's still going to be uh, an issue this year. So we are going to reevaluate April to make sure that um, the president hasn't locked down the country and we can't move and stuff like that. So as long as everything's a go in April, we're still going to you know, be driving forward to the, the August date. But uh, yeah, this past, this, this one in uh, December, you know, everybody was that six foot rule and all that. Um, and a lot of people still came out and everybody still gathered. And I mean, granted, there was a lot of more individual, you know, joints and pre-rolls, you know, instead of having one and sitting there passing it in a circle, they have, you know, people handing out bundles of three and four so that we didn't have to exchange so much. So, I mean, it's, it, it was very accommodating for the era that we're going through right now. You know, uh, it does bum me out to see the joints, individual joints. I don't know why that it takes away so much for me. I think we talked about that the last time. It just, it's, there's something about that, the passing of the joint that, you know, it's a sharing of the moment, you know, this, it helps just like breaking bread. It's just, you know, helps like bring you together. So, yeah. So it'd be nice, maybe you know, I could when interviewing Rasta Bob there. Uh, I also talked about it with him too because he said that's something that they don't do there a lot of. You know, it's everybody's got their own chellum, but basically, you know, he said, and I, I think it would work for like this time and age very well for like something like this if you like maybe got like a small like chellum at the door. You know what I mean? Maybe even like yeah. a disposable. Like, I like the idea that he said is, you know, we don't we don't pass things like joints, but they just like take they pack a large like couple gram bowl, chellum bowl, and they just pass the bowl. So basically, you just grab the bowl and give it to the next guy, and you hold your own piece. And for sanitary right. reasons, in this time. But it's basically the same thing. You're still kind of sharing that moment, that same kind of bowl. But, you know, it'd be, I don't know, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool. Get a celebratory kind of like bong and fucking, I don't know. It'd be pretty nifty. Pretty nifty. Sorry about that. Uh they're, they're still they're still doing those at the events. I mean, uh, at the OG Cup, um, anybody was able to just walk up and do this six foot long uh, bong that they had there. Um, even at the uh, Cowboy Cup, there was people. There was vendors that had uh, dab booths, and you could just walk up and do dabs. Uh, we had a we still had industry night um, last month. And we had about two, about 100, 150 people show up. And there was still a lot of people passing around, you know, joint to joint uh, kind of contact. So 
main everybody does still take precautions um but it hasn't seemed to really stop people from coming out and partaking and i think everybody's just sitting at home itching to go do something they're just waiting for you know things to happen to go do well, it looks, I'm pretty optimistic about the whole thing there, and things are definitely starting to loosen up around here, around Michigan, that's for sure. So hopefully that it's something that happens down there as well. Things just loosen right back up so this can take place. You know, and uh, with that being said, I'm kind of already a little jealous. I'm glad that I'm going to be down there when this takes place because man i've been wanting to see mendo dope forever man i'd love to have them come here to michigan and you know you guys first try first shout out man fucking score them so a little jealous on that aspect well you know i think uh i think when meeting them out there at the og cup and you know being friends with you know our our uh our, our brother that's passed away um, I believe that opened up a door for that kind of line of communication. So, I mean, uh, and, and they're, you know, them, they're real good dudes. They ain't, you know, out there trying to freaking break people across the coals. They're out there doing their thing. They got jobs and families and stuff. And they're just out there, you know, teaching people how to grow, you know. And, and I, I mean, that's what I do. And I thought that'd be the, the best thing to happen for this kind of event is to have someone that positive in the in the industry be at this event and they didn't have no problem with it they hit me right back immediately and we walked you know went through some things to figure out what we needed in a contract got it and yeah as soon as we do that in april I, that was what i was going to say too with your uh uh with the, with the podcast are, are you going to do a show from um the cup because i think that oh, would yeah. be really cool i mean you're gonna have a lot of oh, yeah. uh, people that you've had on here before be there and be cool to maybe i thought about doing like a round table and like as growers got together and wanted to sit there and discuss you know kind of open up the stage with the round table and everybody sit there pass around their blunts talking stuff and i don't know i got all kinds of ideas but yeah i think that'd be really cool oh yeah it's getting it's it's gotten easier to do the show from uh mobile now Zoom's made it a little bit easier on my end, and yeah, that's something that could easily be done. So, fully, fully plan on coming down doing the show down there for a couple of days. You know, I think that'd be pretty awesome. I'm pretty awesome, and yeah, yeah. Now that it's now that we have talked about it, I'm I'm with your blessing. I will be putting it out there as much Absolutely. as possible. Absolutely. I always like to see other people that I know succeed. And if I'm going to travel, Lord knows I want to have a good time when I get there. So I want as many <laughs> people as I could get there. <laughs> right, right. So why not? Why not? I'm not I'm not sure if uh, Patrick from Green Bicycles is going to be out, but he is helping. Uh, uh, he's been a big help in this whole thing, putting it together. Um, he's given me a lot of advice, a lot of directions to go and things to, you know, boxes to check and stuff like that. Um, but he is a sponsor of mine. He's, he doesn't know if he's going to make it, but it, I think he might be out there. Um, man, I've sent out a lot of invitations, a lot of invitations. Uh, but I really, I just, 
besides Mendo Dope and you and I, a couple of other people, uh, I really haven't really started taking any phone calls on trying to schedule people or, or vendors and stuff. I want to wait until we get close to April on that one. But yeah, uh, I think it'd be a great, it's going to be a great event. And man, I can't wait to see all you guys down here. It's going to be a blast. I'm already giddy like a little high school girl. So uh, have you put any thoughts into like the entries, like uh, minimum entries for entries and stuff like that? Yeah, um, we discussed um, even the entries for like product and stuff. I know out west, um, some entries are ridiculously priced and the amount of product that you have to enter. Um, we're going to have in between 25 and 30 judges. So as far as like flower product, um, I don't believe that we're going to need any more than like 112 grams. Um, that should be, you know, two to three grams per uh, judge. And then if there's any kind of tiebreakers or anything like that, um, there's some, there'll be some leftover for say our celebrity, you know, guests that show up. Um, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, let them be the deciding, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, 112 grams is going to be, uh, enough i believe so if we do the entries at you know a couple hundred bucks um instead of like 1500 bucks and a pound of product um i think that's that's ridiculous um i out here in oklahoma you see you have a lot of good growers but a lot of them a lot of good growers can't afford that high dollar entry fee and they may never get discovered of how good their product is so kind of trying to do for the local people, get them discovered, get some recognition out there. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so the entries are going to be fairly reasonable. Um, as far as admission to, to the event, um, we're still kind of flirting around with that because I'm trying to figure out as far as like VIP. So let me back this up a little bit. So I, talking to Soil King and Patrick and a few others, um, I asked everybody that had been to these uh, cup events, <clears throat> excuse me, um, real quick, I, we've been missing everybody in the chat. I didn't know if we wanted to address the chat and everybody in the chat, but there's a lot of good conversations oh, yeah, go ahead. going on in there. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to like them to think that we're, I, I didn't see them in there, but I see buds and hazards, sun grown, goddess grows. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Um, but yeah, so there's on, on the night before, so the event's going to be on the 20th and 21st of uh, August, the night before on the 19th. Okay. So because I had talked to a few people, they were always saying like at these events, it's hard to talk to other vendors, uh, without people coming up and interrupting them or recognizing them, them and wanting to talk and they can't do business. So the night before, we're going to do a B&B, &B, a business to business. So vendors can, you know, kind of get all their 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 moves made and all this and that, and set up their booths and kind of a little pre-party before, you know, the event. And then um, on the 20th and 21st, there's going to be VIP tents because during the event, not everybody shows up, will show up before, you know, at the B&B. &B. Uh, so during the event, 
there needs to be like those little breakaway spots where they can go kind of get a little peace and quiet talk you know business to maybe somebody that you know general mission but they are somebody that needs to talk to somebody for business you know they can go you know if you have that kind of intent to come there you know you can pay an additional fee for a vip ticket so you can get into these little side booths and you know discuss business which will also come with like food ticket and other you know gifts and stuff like that um but yeah general admission should be no no more than 100 150 bucks um there's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh big guys from our industry here uh, i have talked to soil king he wants to come uh he's got to make sure that his calendar is available because of covid last year a lot of things got put off and they have other obligations to fulfill this year so as soon as uh you know, people like that are going to be there. Um, there's going to be a lot to see. Uh, there's going to be seed breeders. Uh, you know, everything that you normally see at these events that uh, will be there. Um, we're not going to have naked people walk around and playing shooters and stuff like that. This is really a, 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 a you know, the cannabis industry environment, not a Lollapalooza or whatever the heck they call those things. Right on, right on. Even the hot first high times were really like that when uh, they first came here. <laughs> it was a lot of the same thing. And I couldn't help but wonder if it was encouraged by high times, to be honest with you. Because it wasn't a lot of, you know, it wasn't like high times had paid people to do it. You know what I mean? It seemed like it was a lot of the vendors that did it to draw attention to their booths. And I was like, I couldn't help but go, wow, it's really, you know, boiled down to this. I mean, cannabis is sexy enough by itself. Do I really need, you know, the naked woman to draw my attention to a booth? Not that, you know, it was offensive to me by any means. <laughs> right. But it was unnecessary is all. Right. Saying, you know, and it was and like, it was crazy because that first year it was like you couldn't even heaven forbid if you were with like a wife or go, girlfriend because it was everywhere you couldn't have even looked looked without seeing it you know what i mean it was yeah it was a kind of an awkward event to go to in that I, i'll tell you what when we when we were at the cowboy cup uh right directly across from us was this these four girls and not until probably about four hours later did I know what they were doing, but I kept hearing high screeching voices in the in the when I'm talking to other people, and um, I had no idea what they what they were doing. And then Red River came over, and he's like, "Hey, those are lawyers over there." I'm like, "They're what lawyers?" I, I me and the wife thought they just came from the strip club. I was like, "See, this is those are when we're trying when cannabis is." Um, on its way to legalization and coming out of or breaking out of these stigmas of you know like you know stereotypical stoners or you know all this bs that that has been attached to cannabis for so long stuff like that um i don't want to say can hurt or hurt what the, the forward momentum that, that cannabis has but it's definitely not something personally that i want to associate with my business or with cannabis uh, it's not necessary. It's 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 moving all by itself. It doesn't need 
you know, to be bedazzled with glitter and boobs and stuff to make it, you know, more attractive, like you said. Yeah, yeah, it's it can be off-putting to an extent, too. You want to make it for everybody, so and that doesn't necessarily, like I said, sell to everybody. You know what I mean? If you're young kids going to a cup, yeah, that's probably what you want to see. If you're an older couple going to a cup, that's probably not what you're gonna to want to see. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, granted, I would love for every cannabis event to be family friendly, but you know, you know how people look at things and they're like, oh, you know. So I mean. All of ours out here are 21 and over. Um, but yeah, there's not, can't really say it. It's like saying that a bar is, is family friendly. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's not really. I agree. I agree. So, uh, are we. How uh, are you looking yeah, to get? Oh not, shit! Hold on. Oh, no. like the, I was playing in the background there. Oh. <laughs> um, so is there going to be some type of proceeds donated to vets? Uh, oh, tell us a little bit on uh, how the vets tie into uh, to this goodness. So we're as that's grow as our, our group. Um, we're since we're putting this on, yeah, that we're there's money that we're we're going to be receiving from this. Um, but a lot of it's going right back into the to the local community. because um, really we couldn't we wouldn't be able to do this without the local community. Um, there's a couple of organizations that we've been talking to. Um, I don't want to give their names out because they don't know that they're gonna be receiving these yet. Um, but there's one uh, that has a has a community garden. Um, there, actually, I forget what the name of. Oh, thank you. I forget what the name of the uh, the company is that just partnered with them. But they've got like six acres to um, help people get off the street and, and learn to garden for themselves. And you know, as long as they help out the garden, they'll help them feed them and this and that kind of stuff. It's a really cool project. But they're just way underfunded. Um, but yeah, so that's what we are going to be doing as far as like uh, we're going to do some raffles and stuff like that. Vets grow as a group. Um, everything that 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 I do, yeah, pretty much everything I do or we do, um, like these classes or uh, helping another veteran out for that matter. Um, Pretty much anything I, I've been I've been fit the bill for what a hundred percent of this for the last year and a half. Okay. And huh? like seventy five. Okay. Well, yeah, you're twenty five. The wife's the wife's twenty five. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we we've been fit this bill for quite some time. Uh, and I would it, if if it goes the way that I hope, which is making a little bit of money from this, we can expand and and kind of join with other groups that we have out here, like balanced veterans and veterans walk and talk, um, where they are, they're doing other kinds of, what do you call that? Veteran compassionate care. 
something like that. They do uh, basically where they get together every other weekend and they'll go on these walks and it's more for like more psych uh, issues. Yeah, it's, it's therapeutic fair. stuff. Uh, but yeah, they get they out. get stuff. Yeah, they get stuff donated to them. They go and talk to their brothers who they can confine in and, and stuff like that. So uh, we've been a part of the, of those groups for last year. So to be able to basically pretty much we're going to be helping other veteran groups that help veterans as well. Um, I, we as veterans, uh, as vets grow, are just really out there to help educate people, advocacy and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've got, I've got plans for vets grow to be bigger. It's just COVID really kind of put the brakes on, on what we were doing starting two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago. At this point, anybody that still keep his, is still talking about their dream in 21, I'm still proud of. You know what I mean? Because 20 could have killed a lot of people's dream, and 20 did kill a lot of other people's dream. So the fact that you're still talking about it here and now, uh, it's off to you, brother. And it did come a long ways in 20. It's not like it just fizzled out completely. You guys did keep pushing it a nudge of it along in 20. So shout out to you guys for, you know, not letting it fizzle out or die. So hell yeah, brother. Thank you. It, it was tough because we watched a lot of um, a lot of small businesses start to open up. And then, um, yeah, before they even had a grand opening, they were shut down. Um, it, it, it was tough because we actually left a production grow <laughs> on 420. And then, what, a week later, uh, COVID kicked in and everybody, everything was shut down. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was it, it was kind of tough and scary there for a while, but um, yeah, we just kept doing what. Luckily, government. Yeah, we didn't have kids. We didn't have you know we have a dog, um, and I had my you know VA you know check to cover our stuff, so I was still able to offer the services and stuff that that we do. Um, without it really affecting like pocketbook per se, you know. Man, I can't wait for it to get more teeth in my mouth. March, March tenth, I get the rest of these taken out. It's gonna be a painful process, man. It's gonna be a painful process. Yeah, those first couple of weeks really uh, weren't weren't too good. And <laughs> that's. Kind of almost a little funny you bring that up because that was the last time I seen you was the day you got them fuckers all jerked out and fucking being a trooper that night. I, don't, I still don't Christmas. know how you fucking yeah. made it through that shit, man. Holy yeah. cow. I mean, I, I, I got that little, what do you call that little uh, twinkle in my, in my heart and I seen everybody being so, you know, festive and everything and I had to put had to get out there and say Merry Christmas to everybody even though I was in so much pain. Yeah yeah. Yeah like when the Grinch is a little hard. <laughs> yeah. So uh 
what how what exactly is uh, going on with the vets thing right now like today you told me you were pretty busy running around and taking care of stuff uh my next kind of what i'm wanting to know i guess first and foremost is how are things with vets and cannabis right now i mean is things starting to loosen up to where you guys are able to use cannabis in a freely and still maintain benefits and stuff like that um uh, yes and no um it's more or less if you if you're taking if you're taking medication and any basically anytime you you have to take a, a drug test this test um for any kind of illegal substance cannabis and the federal government is still a controlled substance that is not recognized to be medicinal. So if it's in your system, it's a no-go. That means you cannot get your pain medication, your, your, your barbiturates. Um, and everybody knows that cannabis isn't a cure-all. Uh, if you have an Ill ailment that is requires... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, chemo or something. I mean, you, can't, you know, cannabis isn't going to, you know, do what chemo does. So, yeah, it may help you. Well, that's a whole other story. But if you're dependent on certain medications, um, they're not going to be available to you. Now, if you break your arm or some, something like that and you go to the VA hospital, yes, they're going to give you some pain medication, uh, even though you're a cannabis hard holder. <clears throat> Um, and you still get your VA benefits and they still take care of you and stuff like that. Um, it's just really tight niched on any kind of additional narcotics or any, any, uh, prescribed drug. <coughs> Excuse me. So when, it, when it comes to that, that, um, point, you're, you kind of have to make a decision. Do you want to, you know, as a person, you have to decide, is it worth going through whatever you got to go through to, you know, have pharmaceuticals or there's a little bit of suffering, but there's an alternative medicine. Um, and that's tough. It's really tough. If you, if you're not a previous cannabis user before, um, but things have changed a lot, you know. <laughs> well, everything in the cannabis industry is changing often. I mean, if you think about it, 10 years ago, cannabis was like taboo, and, and a little bit longer than that, it was completely illegal. So we've, we've came leaps and bounds, but there's still some barriers, and, and, it, and it, it sucks that veterans are, are the ones that are running into those barriers. But that is why there's groups like Veterans Walk and Talk and Balanced Veterans. Um, you got other types of issues. There's other ways of handling it, whether it's, you know, being in a group and socializing with others or alternative medication. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cannabis isn't the cure-all, but it, it is does do a, a lot, that's for sure. Uh, 
And, you know, I think that doctors secretly, uh, even in the vets community, are being a little bit more open-minded and off the record, you know, suggesting cannabis. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. And think things are changing at a lightning pace anymore. I mean, I actually was, uh, with the, the new legislation sneaking through right now, I was almost excited I heard that it was being... Uh, attached to the uh, as the rider to the cannabis or the COVID bill, I was like, "That's an easy way to sneak it through." <laughs> That's an easy way to sneak it through. Uh, hell yeah! So you know, hopefully that changes real quick because I, honestly, the best thing I could honestly see, as far as like you know, therapeutic is is being able to all the vets being able to grow for one and be able to have gatherings, you know, to where they talk, combine and want to be one another and be able to sit down and freely smoke cannabis. You know what I mean? And just that's, it's so therapeutic all in itself. And it would be nice to see more vet sponsored things. You know what I mean? Maybe fucking, uh, dispensaries social clubs stuff like that you know would be pretty damn awesome like you know how like a ba like a ba uh bfw hall but for cannabis you guys be able right. to go get your cannabis at a discount price hang out with all vets all day long that would be something like that would be pretty damn awesome to see right um it, it, it's kind of weird because right at the moment, um, say a veteran that is disabled does get his medical license and does get a dispensary. Uh, as soon as he makes over a certain amount of money, he loses his uh, his health benefit. I don't want to say loses. They they're like, well, you make enough money, uh, <laughs> you can pay for your own. <laughs> That's I mean, still, granted, I think, you can, right? You fought if you for can, that payment, basically. Yeah, you can still go to the VA hospital if you break your arm or something. They'll take care of it, but yeah, They're like yeah, we'll take care of your emergency stuff, but your follow up, you're gonna have to take care of that. That isn't right. Say if you were to serve in the office for a few consecutive terms and got like a lifetime pension. If you did something above and beyond that, you'd still get the pension. You wouldn't, you know what I mean? You wouldn't cut you off from that. Why should it be any different when you serve your country for a month, X amount of years? It should be, you know, if you may have, that should be, oh, geez, it should be just gravy. Anything you can you know, do above and beyond that's fucking good for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. Yeah, in a perfect world. But yeah, so when we're will gonna... we uh go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna ask, uh, you know, uh so it sounds like April things will be uh you'll make some official decisions there and start taking uh you know, entries, talking about it, solid entries and stuff like that. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm that's thinking. It's not fire, man. No, it's Shit, not. Man, it's that's not. Like Forty some days. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I've already been talking to. Uh, I've got quotes for the radio advertisement, which is for iHeartRadio, and they're also going to be covering the the, the internet iHeartRadio uh, advertising plus some advertising on. I forget what the heck they call it, but they something called like geo netting or but so anyways I'm gonna pay a chunk of money for certain areas. Like if you drive into an area and you got your you know GPS locator thing on when you pull up say you know YouTube and you're flipping through the thing, you see your those ads, the vets grow cup will be in there if you're in our certain areas of fencing or whatever the hell they call that. But yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's coming up real soon. So I well, that's kind of a trick question. I was gonna say, is it limited to vets? But that's kind of a trick one, seeing how we just discussed it. It's kind of full pop for fucking vets to be doing it. It'd be kind of hard to put on a couple of just vets. Yeah, no, I guess we're we're just putting it on. Seem like uh, seem like that just be marked for doom. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, come look at what we're not supposed to be doing. Look at us. Yeah, it's all, all of us. All of us right here breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, that was a stupid question. Just sign this. Just sign this document as you walk in the door. I am guilty. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's we're just putting it on. Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate to meet a lot of people and, and be able to bring people together. And since that's what you know, kind of Vets Pro is, and all these other groups, I was like, man, we have to just do this together. We'll bring everybody together. We'll have a a real good event. Find out what's missing at these other events. Get them at this event. Be a great event. But yeah, so every, I shouldn't say everybody, OMMJ uh, entries are submitted, not just veteran entries. If you're a veteran that has your uh, grow and, and you got your license, but your, your, your lab's uh, paperwork, you can enter. Um, so yeah, anybody and everybody can enter. Not patients. Let me make sure, let me make so sure that's clear. I wish I could do a category like that because... I think that's I think that's a great thing to do, but it's hard to judge that because anybody can go to the dispo and say, "Hey, give me your best bud," and then say, "Oh, here's my entry." You know, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard. I wish I wish we could because there's a lot of secret great growers out there. Private growers are, are some of the best growers I, I, I know I have seen, and and some they'll just never be discovered because. They don't have the money to get their production license or whatever. So I wish I, I wish there was a way to do that on a big scale. That uh, well, August. That's enough time that you know things have been rolling around pretty decently there along in Oklahoma. Hopefully that uh, by then, with that beautiful, beautiful unlimited plant count, you'll have just such a wide variety you know what i mean turned in it won't be the same old same old it'll be just you know some shit you ain't never heard of some shit that 
it's just amazing some shit you ain't seen in a minute of course i'm sure you'll see some fucking cookies and blah 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 but hopefully i'm hoping it it's more of shit you don't normally see something that might be the next big thing you know what i mean with that kind of plant count i'm just hoping that oklahoma is just throwing genetics in the ground like fucking <laughs> like rain just like here's a new one here's a new one here's a new one finding the believe, next thing you wouldn't believe the amount of the amount of seeds that are planted um let me, let me make sure I, I word this right so I don't like get myself in trouble. Um, there are a lot of seed. There we go. There's a lot of seed poppers. Uh, and, and, and I see a lot of them, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of them uh, go by me. Um, and the grows, the grows are, let's see, there's a lot of auto flowers. Um, because we're indoors right now, there's a lot of people doing auto flowers. Um, yeah, Oklahoma is, is a lot. There's a lot of seeds in the ground when it when it comes to this uh, this part of the country out here. A lot of seeds, and I'm you do you got some because. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I cut you off. Go ahead. You're good. Sorry. I was just yeah, I was just gonna say there's some good breeders. There's some new breeders that are kind of coming up and they're creating some good stuff um but yeah you're you got the same some of the same stuff that you see everywhere jinx is par partnered up out here with somebody and a lot of his stuffs and a lot of dispensaries out here i shouldn't say a lot of dispensaries but in the dispos out here but yeah we got a lot of the same stuff a lot of 33s your cookies you know uh, same thing as out west and out east well, I was going to say, we do have some more varieties. When I bumped in there was uh, Oklahoma's probably spending a shit ton of money on genetics right now. But in the, it's one of those things where I'm sure it's they're paying out. But at some point, it's going to come flooding back in because they're going to house so many. Like you said, it's an edible with the plant count there within with being able to pop seeds like that that breeding that that offers up the next step is breeding you know with genetics like that so a huge pool like that that's a big kitchen for things to be able to be working with so i can see oklahoma being a hot spot for genetics here in the next few years that's for sure oh absolutely absolutely um, a lot of people came here from from other places and they're running production grows and and doing their genetic programs as well. That's where a lot of a lot of I shouldn't say a lot. Um, there's some new some good stuff coming out. Uh, Russ Brandon um, is is a great example of one of them from uh, Bokashi Works. Uh, he had that great lime rookie or not great lime rookie uh, lime Arillo. Uh, and it was really popular out here. He came from, I believe, California as well. Yeah, I just can't imagine. I mean, seriously, that's with the unlimited plant count, being able to just pop up like whatever you wanted to just limit, you know, phenol hunt just to make another strain and limit things down. That's, yeah, 
yeah, good thing. That's what I was getting uh, ready to sure. say. Pheno hunts are, are are very common out here. So what are the some of the more fire strains you're seeing right now floating around Oakley? Old Oklahoma. Well, <clears throat> because we just had, well, the, the market is really flooded right now with um, all the outdoor. Um, so there's, you know, outdoor, you're going to have a lot of seeded stuff. Um, there's, a, there's some good ambrosia going around out here. Um, what was that? THC bomb was pretty sweet, pretty good. It was real, uh, real potent. Um, hey, hey, Jamie, yeah. what was the, what's some of your uh, favorites that's been going around here lately? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, she likes that blueberry pie and that lemon tart, lemon tart. Oh, that lemon haze. Yeah, she she's more of an OG kind of uh, indica person. Are you getting ready to get this Arctic glass like we are? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's all the way down there, huh? Yeah, it's like minus seven out right now. Well, real feel. Yeah, in a couple of days, it's supposed to be like low is nine, the high is nineteen. This has been a this has been a weird uh, uh, year for weather. Uh, I was told when right before we came here that it doesn't normally get this cold here. We've had an ice storm since we've been here. Oh man, yeah, Jay, my my wife's from Jersey. She's she's missed the uh, snow from Jersey, and then she said. And we came here, she's like, I'll never see snow again. And then we've had snow and ice and freaking trees snapping in half out here, no power. <laughs> and now we're getting ready to do another one. Yeah, it's got to be weird, man. I can do without the snow. And you know, it has been a weird year up here, man. I haven't had a whole lot of snow, not a whole lot of snow at all. And I've been stoked about that, though. <laughs> that shit ain't bothered me at all. Well, you do mostly indoor yeah, growing too, so that doesn't really affect you, huh? Not at all. I, all my grow is indoors. This year, I thought about it last year, but the neighbors kind of put a kibosh on that. And then this year, I'm actually thinking about it, sneaking one out there, at least one. And uh, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I have, it's recreational legally. You know, if anything, if they get it, they get it. You know what I mean? They're not going to get the regular garden. So why not just, you know, the way I see it at this point, if you're going to grab it, if, if you need it that fucking bad, take that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Jeez, you know. Geez. I was going to say, what's what's the, uh, what's the law up there for growing outdoors? They just pretty much have to be covered. Uh they want to see at least a hoop house on the door. You know, they have to be out of sight, you know, neighbors. You know, it's common sense bullshit, really. But 
not everybody's it's more everybody's just sticking them everywhere basically last year i seen outdoor garden and said as long as they had a three-foot fence around them they were you know good <laughs> you know but yeah they're supposed to technically have a roof but nobody's going that far most people are at best putting a privacy fence around an area and then there you go yeah ours out here is uh you can't see it from the street um with normal 2020 vision um if you if you check that box you have to it has to be secured somebody can't just walk in so pretty much you have to have like a 10 foot tall fence around your property with a lock or no entry um I think I'm a, I, I might try that this year because um, I may I may want to I may or may not buy this house. But if I do buy this house, uh, yeah, I'm going to put at least a 10, 10 to 12 foot fence around at least half of the backyard. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, that, you know, besides the rippers, I'm in the middle of the woods. So I've got like everything out there I'm going to have to think about, too. <laughs> deer, yeah. bear, rabbits, all the good shit. You'd literally need a chain link fence just to keep half the critters out. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. My, my main objective is first things first is to try to get out like because right now I'm kind of tight. I'd be able to move some shit around come spring and make room for some earthworm uh, bins, maybe for the indoor for the next winter, you know. But I at least want to fart around with some outdoors, you know, put one outdoors in the shade or in a shed or something and get the feel of it and uh, mess around with a little bit of organics, you know, up and kind of me runs. If anything, start building a bed for a hoop house, you know what I mean? A little hoop house area. You know, something to put in ground, make it a little harder on the rippers if they come. <laughs> they at least can't run off with the pods. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, I'm actually thinking about doing a uh, no-till bed, like a raised no-till bed, because uh, that would be that would be really cool to have. Uh, like we were talking before. The, the therapeutic side of gardening, you know, a plant or something like that. Um, actually, the original reason I kind of moved to this town is uh, I, I have a bigger project in mind, which is kind of trying to save a town that, like, you know, a town that's going out of business. Like, this town's population has shrunk every year. <clears throat> um, I have an idea of of getting uh, some good growers, which I, I know a lot of growers, but uh, getting together with like these farmers around this town and putting the people in the town to work at these farms and kind of bring the towns back to life, not make it a cannabis town per se, but, you know, just one where businessly it functions, you know, to, to benefit the town and actually put back into the local community. 
Uh, it works, man. That model works. Uh, Micro Goon in here in chat wanted to know what's the housing market like there, like rental prices. And then I got to like a follow up after that. Um, it, it's fairly cheap out here. Um, depending on how close you are to a city, uh, getting out to the country. I mean, you can, you can find a decent, you know, three bedroom house, say in this town for like less than, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Closer you get to the city, you're going to pay city prices, you know, buying house it's a hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars to buy a house uh two or three bedroom apartments somewhere right around grand a month you're renting um it, it, it's a little bit cheaper out here but like i live probably 45 minutes out out of you know away from the nearest walmart so like the real nearest grocery store is dollar general Uh, kind of space on my question. <laughs> darn kid. Housing market. Gosh darn. Um, let me think there. Um, I totally squirreled it. Totally squirreled it. Well, right before that, um, I was about saving in or saving a town bank. Does that help you? Yeah, I'm oh. sure it did, but <laughs> totally gone, totally lost it. Um, yeah, I'm actually growing an Oklahoma strain for one. Uh, uh, Tiger King I got from uh, White Feather Grows. White Feather, I don't even yeah. know the genetics of it. I just was I, like, Tiger King, I want to grow that shit. <laughs> he said I, it was I'm good, actually, so. I'm actually going to be going down to his neck of the woods here um, this week. So if he's, I don't know if he's on there, but um, yeah, I'm going to have to hit him up. And, and I know he's down in McAllister. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a good guy. I'll find out what that, that, that cross is for you. But yeah, he's doing some good things out there too. So uh, tell us about uh, last time I seen you, you were doing like uh, grow videos and teaching classes and stuff like that. Is that, that something that you're still going, uh, working on as well? And uh, where are we at? Where are you at in that phase? Oh, I'm still doing the videos. Uh, I was just on uh, Green Bicycles uh, podcast last week and I kind of showed what had happened. I. I got basically I got lazy, not lazy. I got sidetracked, and I knew I was my possibility of getting root aphids because of all the pecan trees I have. Um, and I got them, and I had to delete my my garden. Um, I've been working so much that I kind of because I not neglected, but I was too busy. I wasn't able to catch it before my plants were to the point where I deemed it not they could have recovered but they were going to be struggling from week three on and i'll just start over um so it wasn't worth really saving so i start. i'm starting over so i was doing a side-by-side grow for uh subcool super soil and the green bicycles um 
Ocean Bounty. Yeah, Ocean Bounty. Yeah, Ocean Bounty. And uh, and honestly, what happened was I, I normally when I recycle my soil, I sanitize it, clean it. <coughs> well, I needed soil and I got in a rush and I didn't do it and I paid the price. You know, most people throw away their soil. Uh, and that's a real good idea just to have new fresh soil uh, for each grow. But, you know, when you're on a budget, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But I didn't clean. Uh, I didn't take my, my, my steps that I normally do. And I had paid for it. So luckily I had clones and I was getting ready to give a bunch away at one of the classes. Uh, but, yeah, I'm still doing the classes as well. But I'm going to redo the video. I'm still going to post it later, but I'm going to put it as a, uh, I don't want to just show good videos. I want to show fails and, and I was waiting for a problem in one of the other videos and I never didn't have a problem. Um, and then now I have a problem that I just don't want to, it's not a good learning tool. Um, it, if it was a different problem and it's caught earlier or whatever, I could have, you know, worked through it, but it, yeah, for what I was doing, it was just too much. And I got the cup thing going on and trying to make things happen and then starting to work up there. I really, at first, I thought I might have taken on too much uh, at one time. But luckily, working at the hydro store, um, he gives me a lot of leniency if I got to go make phone calls or, you know, got to handle something because he's, you know, donating his property for the event. He's like, go ahead, do what you got to do. And it, it He's really cool too. The whole crew there, <clears throat> you'll see when you come down and you meet them. Everybody that works there is a veteran or a dependent of a veteran. So, I mean, they have this thing called the Voodoo Nation. They do, they're expanding. They're the, the largest uh, hydro grow supply store in Oklahoma. And, uh, and they're opening another location, two more locations. So in the last two years, they went from they went from two years ago having ten items on their floor to now you can't see the, the last item on the floor. I mean, the place is so freaking big, and that's just their their uh, their showroom floor. They've got a warehouse of ten thousand square feet in the back, plus the lot where we're having the event at. And it's really huge. That's pretty impressive, especially right now with everything like we talked about that's going on. A lot of people don't want to carry shit right now. I want to leave that extra float now. And a lot of people can't get shit flat out. So it's nice to hear that, you know, you guys got it something that's you could go pick it up, go home with it. You know, it was funny that uh, we were talking to my herbs now last night and he was talking about he had a gentleman. Uh, he had a store in Michigan where he had some of his machines and uh, one of their customers had actually jumped in their car drove 150 miles to get the machine and uh, I've been that guy you know what I mean there's been times like I'm wanting to make hash or you know that, yeah actually that's a good example because I ended up buying uh, um 20 gallon machine for my eyes uh, in chat. What's up, Blake? Thank Yoda. Uh, or Yoda Grows is what he's using now. Yoda Grows is, uh, you know, I wanted to make some hash 
and I could have got it online or whatever. And I just, I went to the, well, I went and got somewhat of a deal over there. But I'm, I'm like that. If I get it in my head and I can't get it online, I can't get it tomorrow, I call around. And if the only guy that's got that motherfuckers, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, it's two hours. What's fucking two hours? <laughs> you know what I mean? Load up, roll some dupes up, let's go. <laughs> so I'm, you know. It's nice to know there's shops out there, you know, if you need that. I'm for like guys like myself that's shits down and willing to take that drive that they know it's sitting there on the shelf or ready to go. It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, it's um like we were saying before when COVID started. Thank you. When COVID, when COVID first started, I watched a lot of business open and, and close real quick. Um and it did. It looked like a, a lot of the brick and mortar shops were not necessarily going to go extinct, but it, it was going to be hard for them to survive. Even places that were open for like you know seventy years uh, were shut down. Movie theaters. I, I haven't seen a movie theater open anywhere. Um, who knows if they'll open back up? You know, but they all shut down. There, there's nobody going. It's a lot of job loss. You know. Um, oh yeah, where was that? What that was the brick and mortar. So yeah, everybody's gotten used to ordering online, and even even on Amazon. You you order something on Amazon now, you may get it four to six weeks. You know, and if you're needing something for your grow, <laughs> you could be uh, done flowering by that time when you if you when you need it. So. It, it, it's tough to even find it at some some grow supply stores, but luckily, uh, Greg at at Voodoo Hydro, he he's made sure that if, if there's something like when his vendors are like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be you know, it's gonna take us a while to restock," and he's like, "Oh yeah, well send me a truckload of it instead of one pallet, but send me a truckload of it," and sure enough, when when this stuff started to come up to where can't get certain products uh we're kind of the only only <laughs> only dog on the block that's got the bone you know so but and, and at the same time his his their prices there they they price match and if you can find it on amazon for like for example the the uh, uh next like four i think it was like sixteen hundred dollars on amazon we have it in the store for fifteen hundred and if you're a veteran you got your discount if you're, you know, tax exempt, there's another discount. Shoot, by the time you walk out the door, you got a $1,600, like 1,200 bucks. You know, I mean, and they, and that's that's the way that, that everybody there is. They're real freaking helpful. They, you know, it, I love that place. It's really cool. It's really cool. So I remembered what I was going to talk about, and then it re it's relevant to what we're kind of talking about, what I'm getting ready to talk about now. Uh, it would be nice to see um, like the old movie theaters where you could like because somebody in chat really said that uh, you know they're dead the theaters are the history well it's funny that it, 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 this relates directly back to what I was going to talk about then is it's funny how you can just pretty much 
sprinkle cannabis on anything and make it new again. Like you're almost in half-baked. You ever try movie theaters on weed? You know what I mean? So it's like right now you could almost put fucking cannabis on anything. You know, a movie theater with weed and now it's all new and nostalgic. Oh, I can go watch a movie in the theater and uh, smoke weed? Hell yeah, I want to go. It's a magic. It's funny that you can now. It's just a magic thing. You just sprinkle cannabis on it. And now it's you know new and then you know revitalized. You could reuse it again. But that's what I was gonna say. That's what we we're talking about is towns. And uh, I've seen that in several cases. One here in northern Michigan, Frederick, Michigan. And there's a town in Washington, uh, Seattle, Washington area. I can't remember exactly the name of the town, but they did the same thing. They were a town that's, and I'm not saying your town's this town, but it was a town that's kind of going under and uh, needed some new revenue. And that's the, in both cases, Frederick and the town in Washington, they just said, you know what, fuck it. We're gonna take everything cannabis. We're just, you know, Frederick was, uh, they actually went in the paper and were like, yeah, we want to be the cap, the processing capital in Michigan. That's pretty much our goal. We're just going to take everything cannabis. And that's what the town in Washington did. And it went from town going, getting ready to kind of, you know, barely getting by to a town that was completely revitalized. You know what I mean? And doing good, self-sustaining all through cannabis. And I think that's, it's funny how, like, even towns, you can just sprinkle cannabis on it now. and <laughs> It's a gold mine. It's all good again. Right. It's I like, can't uh, think of anything else you can do this shit with. Right. It, it, it's the only thing that the, 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 the eat where, let's see, during COVID, um, cannabis is the only market that has actually flourished um, during COVID. Everything else has gone in the dumps. Um, so you're right. I mean, if you could somehow sprinkle it into uh, other things, we could, you know, pick some economies and and uh, spread a little love, I guess, huh? For sure. For sure. It does yeah. make everything better, though. I mean, I'm looking. I can't wait for the day where you know that movie theater moment, even drive-through or uh, like a drive-in. Drive-ins are missed anyway, but man, imagine being able to, you know, go up and enjoy some cannabis, maybe some recreational mushrooms, fucking <laughs> go watch a movie. You know, as far as what well, you know, as far as weird things, I never even knew this, but there, you know, at one point in Michigan, there was a drive-in, a drive-in, mind you. Driving porno movie theater. No way. Yeah, dirty. They called it the Dirty Duran. It was in Duran, Michigan, in huh. like the seventies, eighties, and they showed you could just everybody drove in and they showed porn on big screen <laughs> i was like really i heard about that i was like you gotta be kidding me how, how many kids were produced over there in the dirty that is insane insane I, 
I would I, I would imagine that's definitely not one that can be seen from the road. I don't think you can sprint cannabis on that. I don't think that's going to come back. <laughs> no. Not that one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, it's weird times, man. They had, uh, yeah, I never, I, that blew my mind. It, it's funny because I moved out. I, at one point, I lived in that, that area. And I drove by that, you know, that screen and I kind of asked around I'm like what hey what's up the drive through man is that thing open once in a while they were like the dirty Duran no that ain't been a long time they told me the story and I'm like really see swingers around here huh? <laughs> <laughs> this, where'd I move that was the next kind of thought in my head where the hell did I move <laughs> <laughs> Michigan. Well, you got, that's right. You're not from Michigan, are you? Oh, yeah. Well, born and raised. Born and raised. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been around a few spots in Michigan. I've been out of Michigan uh, for a few stints. Stayed for here and there. I did a traveling salesman stint for uh, about three quarters of a year cross country, and that was rough. I'll never do that. Never even consider something like that again. What was, it was it? Vacuums? Like, oh, it's just as bad. Just as bad. Just as bad. Just as bad. <coughs> just as bad. It was for a company called High Pro, and it was like an all-purpose cleaner that uh, concentrated all-purpose cleaner. And them cats would drop you off and then some of the worst friggin' neighborhoods with a gallon of that shit. You'd just go around and sell that and fill orders at the end of the day. And uh, I seen some of the worst, worst towns across the country. And uh, it was not fun. It was kind of fun, but it wasn't fun. The nights were fun, the days were rough. <laughs> I'm originally from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, so we're actually kind of neighboring states here. Right on, right on. That's a beautiful yeah, town. I like to come, if you're coming from the south, up 75, you come over that hill, man, it is one beautiful town that night. Yeah. The shines the like hill a diamond. Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, there. it was labeled uh, one of the top five prettiest city views at night, which is in it from the, the Cutting Hill right there in uh, oh, what the hell is it? Newport, Newport, Kentucky. But when you're at the top of the hill, that's uh, Florence. Hey, you had to come right past that big tower. It says Florence, y'all. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Oh, you can't I miss it right next to the country, highway. Man. I love driving across country. There's so much cool shit to see. Yeah, I'd rather I've drive been. than fly if I got the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you can't stop and see all the shit when you fly. Like, you, you pass everything, you know, um, when you're driving. Like, I'll tell you what, some of the prettiest countries out here, um, Oklahoma, Kansas, it's a lot of flatland, but there's a lot of history out here. You drive past, like, 
billboards that say, you know, next gas station, 200 miles. And then at that 200 miles was like the Annie Oakley Museum or Buffalo Bill or Buff what whatever that guy's name, not Buffalo Bill, that was the murder guy, wasn't it? Um, what is that other? Uh, yeah, I forget what the hell his name is. Um, you got Wyatt Earp and you know, Dodge State. I mean, you can, you, I've been back and forth across the center of this country so much, man. There's so much beautiful crap out here. Hell, even where we live, we're not far from uh, where Geronimo freaking jumped off the freaking cliff. Oh, what the hell is that town called? Uh, uh, Hol Hol Holy City? I think it's Holy City. That's where Geronimo, his last dance was. Uh, and then they have something called uh, Parallel Forest. I guess from when, uh, when they had the Dust Bowl out here, what was that, in the early 20s or whatever, um, which was from farmers over, uh, over using the land for agriculture um, development, I guess, without replenishing it with nutrients, uh, it became the Dust Bowl. Well, they put up these like wind, these tree lines and like 100 yards in between them to stop the wind from blowing all the soil away, all that stuff. So they, they call it parallel force now. <clears throat> I still haven't gone out to see the stuff out here, that stuff yet. But yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff out here. A lot of old West stuff out here. I can't wait to check some of it out on the drive down. <laughs> oh yeah the caravan that's gonna be so cool you gotta videotape the whole thing uh, cell phones these days that'd be easy that'd be easy that'd be a cool little trip video I never thought you know I, you know for myself it's a weird journey because I actually, oh, I still am not good with like pictures. I hate pictures being taken. I can't believe for somebody that's in front of a camera every fucking night, you know, how much like video shit I've actually gotten because, yeah, I, you know, I even like, I look back at, you know, wanting to look back at younger days and shit. And it's tough because all those years i'm like get that camera out of me you know out of my face you know i have so few pictures and now last few years there's like way too much shit <laughs> that i have oh, catalogs yeah. so yeah just <clears throat> first in how to like want to fucking video and log shit well we came from the that that the era of if anybody brought a cell phone out, you're probably going to get punched in the face. You know, nobody took pictures. Nobody talked about it. Nobody, you know, so now it's like been flipped upside down and here we are. Like you said earlier, we're getting ready to go into some federal uh, regulation or legalization one of the two. Um, there's going to be more freaking head split and we're going to have to relearn how to do things. Yeah, I never even thought about that aspect of it until, uh, you know, Brett Bogue was on the other night, King of Kush, as he was known as. Uh, but he brought forth a very good point, and that was uh, 
just what you're saying, federal. He's like, man, there's a lot of people right now that are kind of getting set up for a lot of shit like that. And then things could very well change. You know, federal uh, regulations come through and here, you know, you thought you were set, you're good in your own state. And now the federal feds may come through and change everything on everybody, make it harder, easier, or whatever for people to break through. I was like, Ugh. he was his advice was like, it's coming, so it might be if you're on the cusp, it might be a little better to wait, <laughs> wait to see. You know, he said that shit might take out a few more people. I was like, yeah, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. But you're I right. mean, you're right. even like it's Instagram and, and and some of these podcasts. I mean when you have federal regulations, you know, you can't post pictures of federal, federal regulated products. And I'm sure there's going to be some more uh, attachments to that where, you know, a lot of people are going to be out of producing some videos and stuff, you know? Yeah. But, I uh, still think that kind of a little fucked, man. Like, as you say, man, I watched a whole shitload of fucking uh, commercials today, not like wanting to, but like for prescription drugs and shit. You know, that's how can they do that? But yet you, we can't even talk a little bit about cannabis or other products can't do that. You know what I mean? You know, it's stupid the way things are set up. Man. Yeah, it's still going to take a little bit of time to, uh, to, to correct a lot of wrongs, but you know, once once uh, I tell you what, I think once uh, our, our our government stops using the term marijuana and starts using the proper term cannabis, um, then we'll be uh, looking like it, it'll we'll be going in the right direction because we're like one of the last countries that still actually no other real country has ever ever called it marijuana. The United States is the one that labeled it that term, so. Even their laws now currently are a, a derogatory term and not the legal term for the plant. So go figure. You know, I mean, right on, right on. I agree. I, uh, I'm once I learned what you know the why the term marijuana came out and why it was used and all that. I kind of wanted to stop using it too and i think it, once we start using the proper terminology like you said cannabis hemp you know what i mean it'll help guide things in the proper channels you know and help legislation push forward that's for sure that's for sure well that's a and that's the big thing too is that it's a a lack of education on the on the political side of it and you know the, 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 the civilian side of it, a lot of the people that are against cannabis are against it for the wrong reason of what they've been told, you know? So it has to start somewhere where the right things are being put out. That was kind of, it's kind of going back to certain kind of events, uh, whether, you know, cannabis, uh, yeah, the cannabis industry is trying to not be a part of or be associated with because they're going in a different direction than cannabis, you know? It's almost like, uh, well, nah, let's not use that. <laughs> I was going to sit there and try to think of a, 
um, commonality. But, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, we're going in the right direction. We have to have the proper education, both for our government and, and the uh, civilians. So that, yeah, we're not far from it. We're, we're, we're getting there. Government legalization's going to happen and they're going to have, they're going to be forced to take uh, education on it because you can't, you know, our great government, they don't make any decision based off of nonsense. <laughs> not really. Uh, but yeah, they got to get educated to make these laws and yeah, they're going to, they're going to come to term with it here soon, one way or another. The house has already passed the, uh, more act, right? Is it the more act? Yeah. And they're waiting for it and the Senate's brought it. What do they call it? The call basically announcing that it's being brought to be spoken about. So, I mean, it, it's mo It's still moving forward. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything's going to change here soon. We'll all be learning. So is that, is that something that you may be seeing at the Cup this year? Is there uh, going to be some type of uh, speakers maybe talking about laws or maybe uh, speaking about growing as well there at the Cup? Absolutely. I've got I've got some uh, invitations out to even the, law, the local law enforcement. Give me one second. The local law enforcement. Um, I reached out to them, the the Lawton Police Department, and the Oklahoma High, State Highway Patrol, because a lot of the the uh, uh, citizens don't fully know. Let's see, how do you word this? Um, it would be nice to have the police department uh, make a statement or be aware or, or let people be aware of what they do as far as laws so you know say as far as transportation or you know you know stuff like that with cannabis uh, not too many people get to have that kind of face-to-face -face, uh interaction with law enforcement so I've, I've extended that kind of uh invitation out um yeah yeah there's some other uh, oh what the heck's that guy's name Tom Thomas Howard, the uh, cannabis legalization lawyer. Uh, I was trying to see if I could get him to come out and kind of. He's he's more of a cannabis lawyer for um, businesses, but more along the lines of getting you through the steps of how to acquire your license without, you know, taking six months to do it and stuff like that. But yeah, there. I, I I've extended some invitations out. We're still early in this uh, bringing this together, but. Things are already, balls are rolling. But yeah, definitely some education stuff happening. So Cast Cast L offers up a good question too. Uh, I know we've discussed the dates on wh what, when the cup will be, of course, that is August 21st and tw 20th and 21st. But uh, we didn't discuss the location. The location is in Lawton, Oklahoma, and it'll be at Voodoo Hydro Supply in Lawton. There we go. They were, uh, I believe it was uh, Shannon Gibson in chat there throwing it down, but I just wanted to make sure as well. So, uh, hell Thank yeah. You. 
Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so what uh, what are uh, the categories? I know with it being the first cup, it's going to be kind of tough to, uh, you know, what you'll have. Is it just going to be flour or will it be flour, uh, edibles, extracts, uh, or just flour to start off with this year? Um, we're going to have uh, all of those uh, categories, actually. As soon as the wife comes in here, she is the secretary on this. I don't know what uh, file she's got that in. Hey, which do you have the uh, the list on here of the categories that we're gonna have for the event? Huh? Is it still in the notepad? It's still in the notepad. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have uh, in flower categories, obviously an indica and a sativa, uh, and a hybrid. Here you go. Uh, and then concentrates, rosins, um, solventless hash, water hash. Um, what? Yeah, no, I had it open. Um, and then edibles. We're also going to have edibles class. Uh, yeah, an edibles class. And. I don't know if we're going to do tinctures. Uh, I was kind of waiting. Thank you. I was kind of waiting to see uh, who called, like what entries, or uh, I'm sorry, what uh, processors called in and what they were have to enter. Um, if there was going to be enough to actually create a category, um, kind of go the, you know, from there. Um, but I just don't want to, I, 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 I don't want to only have a category and only three or four people want to enter, you know, into that category. So um, there's, I know, I know a lot of processes and out, out this way out here, uh, well, actually in the east part of the eastern part of the state as well. But anyways, uh, I want to say they're in concentrates. I think there was only like three or four categories and in edibles, maybe two or three categories that I've seen at these other events out here. So it's probably going to be something similar to that. Mm. And something else that when I've been talking to people, uh, to other people like Soul King and Patrick, food. Food seems to be a, a real um, make or break. You know, um, having not having enough food and not having good food. So, <coughs> I, I believe we're gonna have four different kinds of. Oh, oh, I got it in my pocket. Hey, Jamie, I got a list for you. This is what I do. I come home with lists from work and then I give them to her and she puts them in the computer. Um, there's a barbecue. Was that habanero cafe recon, nacho mamas, and Sam surf food and barbecue? So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to have a little a little variety of food um, as well. So got that box checked, privacy boxes. We got that one checked, um, and then keeping it affordable to the to the patrons that are going to be you know attending. 
That's those are so my, my were, big categories. If you were a breeder or a glass blower or something to that effect, cannabis related, and they were thinking about uh, coming down and getting a booth, how would they and who would they get a hold of to talk to about uh, getting that done? Um, you can go to the Vetro website. Uh, all of our info is on there, or you can contact us on Instagram. Um, there, I, I do want to have some glass blowers. I do want to have. Uh, there's a there's a gentleman named Bill Graham. I still got to get a hold of him. He's a tissue culture guy. Um, I want. I would love for him to come out and do his little spiel. He does his little class and everything. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I kind of squirreled off there. We're talking about uh, how you get a hold of you for uh, to line oh, up, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Booth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can contact us at either either of those ways. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're doing all the updates on our website on Instagram. So if you're interested, yeah, stay tuned. We're go. We'll, we'll make announcements. Uh, now accepting entries and all that good stuff. Uh, anything cannabis related, absolutely. Freaking uh, uh, the paraphernalia people, uh, yeah, breeders. I want all those people there. So I know that you've kind of mentioned that uh, you wanted to make it affordable because you're right, a lot of them bigger cups are fucking insane to enter. I know that's what stopped myself and a lot of other folks from entering some of the cups that's come through here michigan man i just i'm it's fun to have a little bit of competition there but that's not so fun when you gotta throw up a couple grand minimum to just throw your hat in the ring but uh so you you've said you're gonna kind of be a little more lenient there but uh what about like price uh for uh, vending they could be just as gougy <laughs> they could just be just as gougy. <clears throat> Are you going to make that a little bit more affordable to, to get a booth there as well? A little bit easier to draw in some quality vendors? Yeah, actually, let me pull that up. Oh, there she is. We pull, yeah, we pull up the, uh, the vendor stuff one. Oh, I bet you I can do that right here. Nope. Jamie! Jamie. Yeah. Can you pull that up on your plate? The vendor stuff. Um, so there's there's multiple uh, tiers. Um, we have like premium select. Okay, so there's a select premium uh, vendor spots. Now we're gonna have a a area um, where it's like a lounge. It is a lounge area. And you okay. Oh, you have to power it off. Um, so there'll be a lounge area, and it's only going to be like two, maybe three booths in that little area. Um, obviously, it can't be something loud and big, and if it's going to be a, a lounge area, so it might be something like a uh, maybe a, a dab bar or uh, free roll. I don't know, some kind of you know booth like that there, <laughs> and then. The areas immediately around the stage are also going to be uh, premium locations. 
I'll take care. Let me see here. All, all this is on our website as well. That's the ones right around the, the stage are premium locations because obviously when there's shows going on or there's a podcast going on, people are going to be hanging around the stage and, and those areas are going to be, you know, uh, a lot of high traffic areas. Um, but we also have areas that are going to be, let's see, which tier is that? Like tier one and tier two is basically the difference of whether it's a covered position or uncovered. So uh, maybe vendors that have their own little, their own tent, uh, they, they that that price range works for them, you know. Uh, or if you need a bigger space, you need a ten by twenty instead of ten by ten. We've got those spaces. There's also going to be two other tents, four vendor spaces. Excuse <coughs> me. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the, the, the prices, uh, they start anywhere from, you know, 1500 and then you can also add packages to it. Like you want to help sponsor the event that'll go towards, uh, advertisements and t-shirts and stuff, logos on it, you know, you know, 2021, that's Cup, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it the, 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 it looks like we're going to have right around 220 vendor spaces uh, and we're attached to the grow store. So, I mean, you can actually go to the event and see a lot of products there and then go right in the, in the um, voodoos and pick it up. Um, it's pretty convenient. So, I mean, the, the, to get some of these, these uh, booths, are, 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 I don't want to say pricey, but they're worth what they are. Um, the traffic that's going to be coming through. Um, I mean, there's just going to be so many people coming through. Like I said, the at, at the Cowboy Cup, I want to say there was a, about 2,000 people that went through there. So if we get three to 4,000 people coming through there over a two-day event, that, that's a lot of, it's a lot of foot traffic and that's a lot of of advertisements and sales and uh, and with the way that people are needing product, you know, needing soil or hydroponic stuff and then going and, and being at the show. It's it's gonna be a I think I don't want to say a unique event, but it's a different event. So I'm sure this goes without saying and I'm but uh is there gonna be a break for all the above for vets? For oh, absolutely. For, for you know, absolutely, all, all. absolutely. Um, we're gonna do so when we do the tickets. Obviously, there's gonna be a discounted price. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if we can, if we can, yeah. I don't know how to word it, but I I, I love my veteran buddies. Um, I love everybody. Period. Not not to say love, but I I, I love to help everybody in general, but all of our, all of our veteran friends and, 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 and battle buddies will be, uh, working the event. If there's, you know, I do have a couple of veteran buddies that have production grows. Um, I don't want to say I give them a discount, but yeah, they're going to have a couple of entries itself, but like you have more than one entry per category. Um, the entries become cheaper, the more 
injuries you've had. So, I mean, we're not trying to rake anybody across the poles. Right on, right on. Oh, let's see here. What, uh, have we put any thoughts on, uh, what the board, have you designed the awards yet? I guess that's a good question. Assign the awards, what do you mean? Have you designed the awards oh. yet? Have you come up with an idea of what, uh, you know, trophy yeah. or whatever may look like, all that good stuff? We have. Um, actually, actually just discussed, uh, I think I seen her in the chat a little bit ago with Mystic Grower. Um, she's got a 3D uh, printer, and I discussed an idea with her. I don't want to just you know, say too much about it because it's a really cool idea. Right. Um, but for the first place, it's going to be a, a a trophy. I wouldn't say a typical trophy, but a really cool style typical trophy. Um, the second and third place, uh, the idea is to make it look like a plaque, but it's a rolling tray. So for second place, you have silver, like at the Olympics. Third place, you have bronze. Make it a rolling tray, but then it coated in resin and it have it engraved, you know, their place and their product and all that stuff. Like put it on the shelf or they could use it as a rolling tray, whichever they prefer, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, but first place, yeah, I got, I, I've got an idea for it. Uh, and it's going to be really cool. I like the idea of the second place uh, rolling tray. That way, you know, it'd be neat to have, like, say, a picture of your flower on the rolling tray that said second place. You know what I mean? Maybe some broken up picture of the flower on the tray. Be kind of neat thing. Right. Hmm. That's a good idea. Because I can see how you could set that into the resin that you put over the tray. That'd be pretty cool. It's a good idea. So now I need a computer um, designer to do that. Well, that would be pretty easy. I mean, you could actually just make the plaque and they make that resin now to where you just dump it on there. You could just set everything in place and be like, pink, and then just snap it out of the mold and it'd just be one clear. Be yeah, and just polish easy. it. Yeah. yeah. Be pretty damn cool, though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there there are the trophies, but there is going to be a purse to win, a, a prize money. Um, I'm not a sh I'm not sure exactly how much. Um, that is yet to be determined. Yeah. That's just like drag racing, like all those drag racers. They don't go to the track to win that you know ten thousand dollar purse. It's all those side bets. That's where all the money's being made. I agree. I agree. So yeah, that's I I I hope you're actually getting ready. To be honest with you, because before you blink, man, it, it will be April. I was thinking about that to be today. To be honest with you, the fucking because uh, we're planning 420 events here. You know, there's a couple of their 417 actually, two 417. I know. I think there's a 420 event, but. Uh, I was thinking to myself, man, the other day, I'm like, ah, that's a, that's a while out. And then I'm thinking today, I'm like, 
February, March, fucking April. That's that's fucking close. That's fucking close, man. So right. yeah, that's. I hope that uh, by then I'm I'm I've got good faith that things are gonna open up. Things are gonna loosen up here in the next month or two. So I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I've already kind of in my head said you're gonna be there. You know what I mean? Plan on being there, awesome. in fucking Oklahoma. Yeah. Awesome. There's there's an event in April out here. Uh, that's kind of what I'm waiting for is is to see if. if how COVID is and how that event turn, not turns out, but if it's going to continue on from that point. Uh, I, I've been working on this for quite some time, like I said, about a year, year and a half. Um, and it's not it's not easy. And you're right. Uh, hmm. Patrick, Green Bicycles, uh, told me, said, yeah, you're about to yeah, put, putting together one of these events is not easy. He, he put together an event and he had about a thousand people show up. And he was saying that, uh, if it wasn't for his family that showed up, he would have been way understaffed and he wouldn't have been able to do it without him. So he said, plan on, you know, needing all hands on deck, which I'm pretty sure, you know, I've got enough, uh, you know, battle buddy, military veterans that are, that are ready to go as soon as I sound the trumpet, you know? So hopefully I have, uh, I should say, hopefully I know I'll have enough guys to, to, to cover the event, but yeah, I'm going to be putting some veterans to work for sure be pretty awesome yeah them events do get pretty they don't get out of hand by any means and security isn't never an issue i don't think hell i think the biggest security threat or security need is the at the doors and that's just like going through bags and it's like just because that's a so time time consuming but it's never no fucking nobody's ever bringing i've never seen like weapons or anything it's more like dude you can't bring in 20 jars fucking you can't bring mason jars in here man he's got to go back to your car man. <laughs> come back you know put them in a bag or something you can bring it in just put it in the bag you know that's more over you know security problems there stickers yeah i've been flagged i've been sent back to my car for uh stickers and shit like that propaganda i've been sent back for propaganda you can't be passing that shit out here you know because they don't want to see it all over the ground and shit i can understand that you know what i mean and that's yeah but that's as far as security security you know things getting out of hand that's them are your biggest threats usually at cannabis events and shit like that yeah they're usually pretty late my guys are pretty much going to be the ones helping pretty much all the, 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 the vendors and the people, whatever they're looking for. They're just going to be roaming around. Got a question. They're going to help point you in the right direction or, you know, they'll be, they'll be working, you know, picking up trash, you know, all that kind of good stuff. They'll say staff, you know, vets grow staff. They'll, they'll all be veterans. Yeah. Security is not a real issue at these, these kind of events, but I, I do have a, uh, a veteran, I believe it. I believe it's the Veteran Motorcycle Club um, or, that are going to be doing all the checking IDs and you know that kind of stuff at the at the gate. Green Bicycles is in chat right now. Good evening, uh, Mr. Green Bicycles, Patrick. Nice to see hey, you. Hey, what's happening, brother? 
the other thing that I that I suggest that you have is like a medical tent. You gotta have a medical tent on on hand. These first year events definitely I'm I'm in it again, all goodwill, but you get the people, you know. They wander out to these events and they're, it's their first time and they haven't really done a lot. And they're like, oh, I'm going to take a dab today. You know, you know what I mean? Mid, mid-age, 50s, like with a <laughs> desk job, don't even really smoke with a friend and shit. Let's, let's take a dab. Come on. I dare you. Let's go. That's usually the ones that, you know, Take that big old dab, have a blood pressure spike, and pass out. I've seen that a few times. It's like you gotta go easy the first time. You just you haven't even never smoked a joint. You just went in that strong out of dab, huh? right? <laughs> Slow rounds. Oh. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I, I was that. That was actually suggested to me by uh, Greg at Voodoo's. He's like, "Yeah, we got. We should probably have." It. So I am. I'm gonna recruit the. Uh, well, the city, the city's uh, EMS is, I, I, they're paid. So I think what we're going to do is have one of the rural uh, fire, fire and EMS uh, departments come to the event and have their own tent and all that good stuff. But have it by oh, the front is, so that they have their ambulance right there ready to go if need be. This is an excellent question. I'm glad I thought of this. I'm glad I thought of this. Um. So, Oklahoma is currently a medical state, right? Or is it medical and right? Uh, just medical. So that's what I thought. Are, does Oklahoma or will you guys be honoring out-of-state medical cards? Because not everybody has one. I know I have one. <laughs> and I know a lot of other people. I know Smiley and you know, a bunch of other folks have one. But that's... Uh, that's good to know before you plan on that pilgrimage. Or will there be a doctor there that offers like the temporary one day medical card that a lot of the traveling, I like to call them the traveling circuses offer and shit. Come on, for one day, you can yeah, be a right. medical patient. <laughs> so it's, a, it's actually a little bit of a process. Um, if, so if you're if you're already a patient in another state, we have a uh, recipient program. Um, don't quote me on all these times and everything, but uh, prior, I want to say it takes like two to four weeks, <coughs> but you apply over the internet, however you do it, you send them your information, you send them X amount of dollars, and they give you like 30-day cards, basically, they scan, I think how it is that they take your medical card from your state and they scan it into the computer so that way you can go to the dispo. Nice, nice. But you don't have to be a patient to attend most of these events because there is no sales of cannabis on the premises. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's uh, good to know. That's good to know both ways. Sometimes it happens, like, even if there's uh, 
even though there may not be uh, sales of cannabis, as long as there's cannabis being used, it can be a uh, red flag. There is here too. Some, some I've seen that here too. Like, yeah, it ain't gonna be sold, but there will be used. So you still need your card. Either way, it sounds like a, you know, you might. Well, that's the thing with Oklahoma. Come down. Yeah, that's the thing with Oklahoma. They are uh, uh, there's a lot of businesses that that look at it a lot like the, uh, like law enforcement does. You know, it, it's medical. You have a medical card. They really can't tell you no, you can't um, unless posted otherwise um, in the area that you're in. You can. Uh, Technically, you can smoke in the middle of the park unless it's marked that no tobacco is allowed use on the property. Uh, anywhere where you, you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke cannabis legally. Now, I mean, if somebody wanted to be an asshole or something like that and say, oh, it's my kid or whatever the heck, they can get you for what's it called? Uh, uh, not disorderly, but... Uh, some kind of nuisance uh, whatever you know and really the cop's not going to write you a ticket he's just going to be like can you move it away or, you know they're they're being that you know can you brought that all right cool yeah you know, i mean they're really i don't want to say lenient but understanding you know so this is a private event at a private location you are not invited <laughs> uh you can't enter right. unless you you know so it's a it's a private thing, and you're allowed. We're allowed to smoke at work, outside the building, um, and everything is outdoors, so it is a smoking environment. Good answer. Yeah, I'm just covering my bases because I travel. I gotta smoke. <laughs> I'll be smoking no matter what. I'll be smoking no matter what. Now, I don't know. I don't know about. Uh, Michigan, but what like? Hmm. <coughs> let me let me uh, make sure I don't um, say something wrong. So, in a lot of states that are legal uh, for medicinal, they have a recipient program and a uh, let's say, uh, for example, um, Ohio, where I'm from. It's not. It is legal medically but it's very few it's like cancer patients and like specific you know you know kind of ailments yeah you can't just get it for like anxiety so it's not like open medical kind of kind of thing but if you are from a, another state and you have a card and say uh, you're at your family's house and i get you know pulled over or hell the cop comes to the house and says oh i smell marijuana and they're like that's me it's my stuff. I'm right here. Here's my card, and I can possess up to three ounces on my person by that that state's law. So, I mean, there's some states that are like that. So, I mean, if you want to say you're traveling, uh, the the real problem is is did you bring it across the state line? Possession of it in the state is not uh, the problem. It the technicality of how it got yeah. there. So, you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. I got um, I got friends I got friends from coast to coast there <laughs> there you go I found it 
yeah, I got friends from coast to coast that I just stop by and pick up stuff when I get to the state. You goddamn man. First rest stop I stopped at. I went to throw this McDonald's bag in that dumpster right there and I'll be damn sweet and behold. Weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma, sir. <laughs> 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 hey you know that's that is so funny that you say that because you don't know how kind of true that that is i mean i don't know if you have people out there in your state to do it but they'll do those uh what do you call it the secret secret drop or whatever yeah what's it called is uh, that what it's called uh, something like that, something like that. Stash See, drop yeah some kind of stash drop and it'll be at like in the bush at chick-fil-a's at the end of the drive through You'll see people just showing up, looking at bushes, like, "Hey, dummies, I already got it." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, Mike B wants to know: Is it uh, for uh, red state people? Are they going to be able to travel and get in? Absolutely. Like I said, it's a, it's a, uh, op- it's an event where cannabis will be consumed, but you know, there's no sales, so. It is open, but it is a private event. Yeah. Uh, as far as use goes here in Michigan, man, I'm I am the absolutely wrong guy to be asking legal advice about like use in Michigan. My daughter's in charge. I'm sure she can balance for this. I am terrible, terrible about like open intox kind of or open use of cannabis in public i'm practically puffing from the time i leave the house to the time i'm walking up to the walmart door before i like flick that roach (laughs) i'm smoking (laughs) oh sorry what it's legal both rack and card (laughs) why not man I actually, I actually have, a, I keep some handy because I've gotten so sick of fucking the pull aheads here in Michigan. McDonald's, every freaking fast food restaurant. I'm, I'm ordering just coffee, just fucking coffee from my local, from my local McDonald's. I pull up and order a coffee, two coffees. And they tell me to pull ahead. And half the time I wait there, I can go, I can actually make it home and make a pot before that coffee comes out and shit. So anymore, man, my answer is to almost any restaurant that tells me to pull ahead. I pull ahead, but I fucking sit there and I pull out that fucking dank ass joint and I fucking and indulge right there in line wherever I'm at and fucking Either the window is down and it's just wafting out of my fucking truck or I wait until that moment where they're ready to just hand that bag through and it just fucking comes out just in full force and practically, you know, (laughs) fucking get a second hand high from just handing the bag through and shit. I'm like, yeah, you made me pull over. (laughs) What else am I supposed to do here for 10 minutes? I'll tell you what, back in, back in the day, shit. see when I was 20, 
20 years old, 21. Yeah. 21. I was a manager of a, a steak and shake restaurant. And it was like three o'clock in the morning. And I was getting ready to hand this guy his food. <clears throat> man, I got high just from him pulling up, man. I, I swear you could see the smoke was come in through the drive through window. I mean, it was, it was, it was some gang. Yeah. It, that was some 20 years ago. How old am I now? 20, yeah, 22 years ago. Holy cow, I'm getting old. Thank you, man. You want any more of that? Thank you. Man, I shit the last, it was like Halloween. I went down to see uh, my daughter's boyfriend was performing at a cannabis club. He plays heavy metal, like a speed metal. Never had gotten to see him play, and it was at a cannabis club, so it was like a win-win. So we go down, and he goes over, and he's got to go, uh, you know, set up and shit. We can't hang out while they set up. So we go cruising, grab something to eat, and we go to this fucking KFC, and we get some fucking shit to eat, and they make me pull ahead like that. And fucking, I make my order. It is funny because I was already pretty well to do beforehand. And the fucking giggling and shit, talking when I make my order. Then they tell me to pull up and pull ahead. And I'm like, all right, I got you. And I fucking pull out another one. I do it just as described. Fucking sit there and chief down. Me and my daughter are sitting there fucking smoking. 25, so I got to, you know, this, I can smoke with my daughter, 25. So they actually come out, they knock on the window, and it just fucking, just fucking rolls out. Yeah, just like almost like a smoke machine. (laughs) She actually like stepped back like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) She's like, she holds up this order. Like, is this you? And I'm like, nah, chicken strips. Chicken strips. She just, like, looks at me, shakes her head. And fuck it. I, like, all right, I roll up the window. And that joint was actually over, you know, done. So I fire up another one. I'm, like, going, I'm into joint two now. And she comes out, and she's like, <laughs> three chicken ten or what she said three chicken littles and that's what my daughter said after I fucking rolled up the window and they done told her fucking chicken tenders and shit she's like you know you ordered fucking the chicken littles right I'm like oh shit that's right and she comes out this time she's got a mask on <laughs> she's got a mask on this time and she's like and she holds it up she's like Chicken little, three chicken littles, question mark. I'm like, you know it's mine, Shank. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. She was fucking cracking her ass up all the way back. You know they were fucking talking some fucking shit in the fucking kitchen and shit. Oh, man, they know know when you're coming now, huh? Oh, probably. Probably. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't even hide it. I think it's kind of funny to like when you're like doing that, go to fast food, you just let it waft out. You know, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> I get a lot of that smells good a lot. Yeah, smells pretty we do good too. In there. <laughs> yeah, we get we get the we we smell good and and they like my shirt, and my truck, and yeah, they're like, oh, I'm a, I want to come sit in your truck. Why not? Why not? It's only a bad thing is when you see them lights behind you, right? I actually, uh, it was funny because we were getting ready to smoke the other day <laughs> on the way to go get pizza. And as soon as the old lady freaking uh, breaks it out, I come up over the hill and sure as shit, there's a cop sitting there. And I, I'm in the process of speeding up to go up the damn hill, but I was doing just uh just a little over the speed limit there and it was enough to get him to come after me. So I just went right ahead and pulled over and he's like, you got your card on you? He's like, yes, sir. He's like, okay, I never even asked for it or anything. He went and ran my stuff. He's like, all right, well, just slow down a little bit. You're going 78 in a, in a 70 or 77 in a 70. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. But when you start writing tickets, he's like, you're usually about 78. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, all right. I'll set that sucker at 74 then. So yeah, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty lax out there, and I think it is too depends on how you react with the cops. You can't be that. Oh, you can't ask me that. You start doing that shit, you're gonna wind up in jail real quick. <laughs> I actually fucking got away with fucking. I couldn't believe it, man. I when a joint's full, I tend to to hit it like. An, a cigarette for some reason, you know what I mean? And I'll, I don't hit it like this, or you know what I mean? I'll, I'll grab it like that. And that's that's what happened the other day, man. I fucking, I lit one up, and I was getting ready to get on the fucking highway, and I make that turn. There's a boy sitting right there in the grass, and I'm like, oh. And I actually fucking waved with it, my hand to the boy. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, did I just wave at that cop with a joint man? You're dumbass. I kept looking at my rearview mirror, man, for fucking five minutes thinking he was going to come flying up on me and shit. I was like, oh, that is so lucky. So lucky. <laughs> that was uh, one of those uh, here's your sign moments, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> getting a little out of hand. Getting a little right. Getting a little there, sir. <laughs> what time's it getting to be? It is one thirty-three here in Michigan. One thirty-three. What time is it? it's what? Uh, hour back, twelve thirty, maybe there. Yeah, it's twelve thirty here. Oh, well, you want to wrap this up and 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 start your uh, wormhole? Sure, sure. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know. We'll we'll wind up. We'll have to talk a little. Uh, we'll get to talking a little more, and we'll we'll hash out some stuff. Um, maybe I can help you out with your uh, cargo van down here. That's gonna be. I'm a. That's gonna be so cool, bro. The caravan, oh, the, the Eagles Garden caravan. 
Yeah, that, this this could be fun. Yeah, I've already kind of asked Modern Genetics. Modern Genetics expressed uh, some interest in coming in, and I could honestly, I could honestly see a lot of us Michiganders heading down. Man, that'd be too much fun. Hell yeah! We you guys like are that. all invited. We kind of roll like that, man. The last few events we've been to since like the show started, we've kind of like taken our own, uh, for sure. Like just <laughs> cryo cultivation. The, the last one, the first one was we did all right. We met a few of us, had a nice little gathering out front because it was one of them things where it was a, a cup. But it wasn't uh, everybody was welcome. But they had a medical tent, so you were there was like a general mission, and then there was the medical tent where you could go in and buy you know whatever. And so like everybody wasn't offered you know couldn't hang out there. So all of us had a little spot out front, you know we had a nice little presence in the general mission area. Round two, they had another one, man. We actually fucking, they had a tent. They had some big tables. And this is in COVID times. We totally fucking put all that shit aside. They had tables set up there. And, you know, we're all supposed to be six feet apart, mass. We ended up pushing, they had these fucking 12-foot around tables we all put like three of them together and we fucking, it, we, it was like, at one point, I think people were coming in going like, who in the fuck are all these people? You know what I mean? Because we just like had our own like sub event during the event. You know what I mean? We were just like pushing tables together. Yeah, hey, this is fucking our little party over here and shit. And I, I think that's, I think we can do pull something like that coming down and just be like, hey, fuck this. <laughs> it's it's funny you uh you actually talked about that place because um my sponsor from Grotech I believe was there and he told me to kind of get a hold of him and see how he set up his thing and I, I did look at it but I think that this event here is gonna be way bigger. I know it's gonna be way bigger, but I did kind of look at some of the pictures from there and got some ideas i looked at some past uh, events to get some ideas as well so like i said i think it's going to be a, a really good time right on right on yeah i i think you'll i think it'll go off without a hitch for you i'm looking forward to it that's for sure yeah. and again with your blessing things go on and we know it's more set i will be more than happy to uh do my part in making sure everybody knows that it will be taking place. So awesome. No worries there, friend. No worries there. And thank you for coming back on and uh, letting us know that it was going on and it was gonna something in the horizons keep their eye out for. And again, thank you for all you do for helping out the vets and all that good stuff. And thank you for your service for being a vet, my friend. And, uh, Thank you, sir. You're always welcome. I know I had to send you the. I, I sent you the. I was waiting for you to jump in, and I was like, "Ah, eh, he doesn't realize that the Zoom number is the same." So it is the same. It's that this one, this invitation, 
and for the wormhole, it's always good. The only time it's just kind of full pot not to use that number is when it's a spotlight. You know what I mean? But the rest gotcha. of the time, the wormholes, keep that motherfucker, man. You're more than welcome to jump on. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It doesn't have to be Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? It just has to be a late night where you can't sleep and just want to fucking hang out. <laughs> you know, so. you know, the funny thing is, 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 as soon as I get to bed, usually about 10 o'clock is when I'm getting to bed. Um, my phone dings right when I'm about to fall asleep and you're coming on. I'm like, all right, I get up at four in the morning. I'll catch you in the morning. But you've been cutting your stuff a little short. So you've been ending right as I'm waking up. So our, our schedule isn't matching quite right, but it will for this event for sure. Well, even if it's that last few minutes, man, if I'm on and it's like I, even you want to, I'm signing off for that 420. I won't at least sign off until 420 my time. That's 320 your time. <clears throat> but I've been going late. Shit, it was almost six o'clock when I signed off today. That gives you plenty of time to get on and, you know, at least throw down a fucking couple puffs and say good morning and have a cup of coffee, man. You know, there's no, that's all you need right there. You ain't, there's, you ain't got to stay all hell. For too long, just say, hey, wanted to get out and smoke this joint with you. Good morning, have a great day. Good night. See ya. Absolutely, That's real, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> Actually, I, I I tried I tried to use that link that uh from the last time um right before we started, and it says you weren't oh, on yet. And then it says, yeah, yeah, that was different because of the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was different because of the way it was open. But the one before that should work. The one when you were a guest, that's right. the number. That's the number. It's only when uh, I open it up to the public, I change it. So when, you know, it's a normal day, they don't have access. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to mix want- it up somehow to keep it going, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want some unnecessary, unnecessary images or things popping up on there. Yeah, like the little guy. You remember the little guy? Were you around when the little guy, or did you see the little guy? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That was fucking hilarious. That was about the best part of fucking it, opening it up, was that little guy that fucking coming on. I was good and high by that time, too. Way good and high by the time the little guy come on and fucking... I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> did that just happen? That's funny shit. That's funny shit. So hopefully you do pop on, even if it is quick. Good morning. Hello. Let's smoke a joint. You're always welcome, my friend. And uh, I guess it wouldn't be a proper exit if I didn't at least get an updated uh, sound bite for you. I am recording, so if you want to throw down sound bite for tonight, it is 317 if you want to throw that number in there. It is 317. We're about to do some dabs. It's almost 420 somewhere. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to Eagles Gardens Talking Shit with Eagle. This is this guy, 7979 from Bedsgrove. Join us at the Cup. It's going to be a blast. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Episode 317. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were... My bad, my bad. 
It still applies. It is episode 320, and I guarantee when they watch it, it will be 420 sometime. So it's all good. <laughs> it all applies. Right. It all applies, Fred. So it thank works. you, my friend. Get us. I know you've had a long day of deliveries and whatnot, and uh, I look forward to hearing you again. And thank you for all you do, my friend. You have a great night. Thank you, sir. Can't wait to see you at the cup. Have a good one, man. Vets Grow, this guy, 7979 Burton. Hopefully you guys give him a follow on both accounts. That does do it for this episode. Hopefully you guys will jump in on the wormhole here in a little bit. I will see you guys in that. Don't make me beg. Jump in. But those of you that don't come over and transfer over to the wormhole, thank you for your time and joining us for this awesome episode. Uh, you guys know the deal. Please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. You guys have a great night. I am. We are out of here. Thank you.